Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the nat day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here it is. Here we go. High Fives podcast episode 67. Michael. Nathan. You're here. That's good. I made it to my basement. You did. You were late. I was. Um, I had technical Which is problematic. Yeah. It's not about the tools, Mike. It's about the man holding the tools. Well, Nate, there's two ways you can be in life. You can be okay. on time. I mean, <laughs> sorry. I already screwed this up. You can be early or you can be late. You have to pick which one. And I'm always fashionably late. <laughs> I don't know how fashionable it is. I'm wearing a Millhouse shirt. I think that's pretty fashionable. <laughs> this is a job, Mike. This is a job like any other job. I don't think you want the new HR person reaching out to you. <sighs> we hired another one? Sort of. Okay. It's just you, isn't it? In a wig? <laughs> I told you after the last time I tried that, I would never use that wig again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just checking. Uh, episode 67, songs from the road, songs of the tour, from the tour bus, maybe. We did songs for the road. That was this road trippy. Different. That was yeah. road trippy, right? Yeah. This is different. If, if you would let me finish the sentence, Mike, you would know that this is different. Take it up with HR. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. In take the mirror it later. <laughs> it's not how I do it, Mike. It's okay. different. Okay. It's different than that. Okay. That might be how you think I do it, but it's not how I do it. Did you ever make it out on tour with anybody? Yeah. You did? Like yeah. a real tour? Not like a full on tour, like shows, little, little clips of shows. Like how many shows? Like, how many shows makes a tour? I don't know what makes a tour. I guess I went to different cities. Yeah. Yeah. But how many? How many in one go? Like four or five. Okay. So like an EP tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. EP tour. I went on the Canadian dollar to, to CB, to Toronto with five spot. Took, took some taxpayer dollars, flew out there. <laughs> It's my, I ripped off the Canadian government. It's great. <laughs> I never made it out. We just did the one show out of town. In Brandon? Like that was it. One show out of I town. I don't think yeah. you were meant for the road. You got pretty angry about whether we ate at Pizza Hut or Subway. Well, I was going to say like <laughs> that, that, that show, that one show was like a full blown tour in, in one show. Like we had several speeding tickets that, that got all the way up to $500. We had, uh, it was like 14 hours away. So that, that's a lot of driving just for one show. And at least one band member was pissed off with everyone. That was and, you. 
At least one band member, Mike. <laughs> there were lots of band members. It wasn't just one person. And the show ended in fireworks, quite literally. So, But that was fun. And then people liked it. <laughs> that part was fun. Yeah. Uh, the best part of that is that Devin came from Chicago. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like he met us there. He drove, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he drove from Chicago. That is the with best his Marshall part. stack in his van or his truck or car or whatever it was. No, he had like one of those tiny like yeah. Honda Civics and with he had the like, hatchback. But he had a Marshall stack in there that That's he brought hilarious. with him because he drove to Ontario and he knew he was going to meet us there. That was, That's hilarious. But you you flipping out about Subway or Pizza Hut was pretty funny. I still was remember, that what it was? Yeah, it was still like <laughs> the whole time. I was mad about. Yeah, I'm sure that was called lack of sleep. We also almost got beat up, I believe, in Regina when we stopped at the Hunties. Justin said something to somebody, I think. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. At three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that was it for me. That was <laughs> that was my only taste of the road. I really don't think you're cut out for, for touring with a band because I feel like you would get edgy and you would break up halfway through the tour. Like, I, I don't know if I, I feel like I'm the guy that like wants to keep going. Like, I might not be happy about it, but I'd want to keep going. I'd want to keep trying. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think it's it's hard to stay, to get along on the road. I do wish I would have done it, though. Like, I feel like it's character building. You know, like, it, it doesn't always sound all that much fun. But, like, you know, and there's a lot of adversity to overcome while you're sleeping on floors and, like, not getting paid and all those sorts of things. But I do think it would be, there's a, there's, there's a charm to it. Like there's a, I did that in there. I agree. That's something I regret. Uh, a lot of the reason I didn't go on tour with anybody was because I had a girlfriend at the time and I was stupid and thinking that like when you're 17, 18, 19, 20, that that girlfriend's more important than things. And it's like a big regret of mine not going out on the road a little bit more. So if you're in a band and you're younger, do it. Just uh, suck it up. I did plan a lot of tours. I booked a lot of tours for bands and stuff. And like, I'm sure no one got paid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can encourage touring right now to the children, Mike. That's like saying, you know, try drugs and quit school. I, I don't think you could do that right now. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, there is something about it that uh, it's like playing shows though. Like, I don't know if you miss, I obviously I never played in a band where you did. I miss putting on shows. I miss being at shows like that part of it. Like I'm, I just don't have the opportunity anymore apart from COVID, just like being older and not being involved as much. Like I miss the rush of doing that all and organizing and stuff like that. So tour is an amplified version of that, in my opinion. And it just, it's something you should experience if you can and totally. enjoy it, enjoy it while you can. I guess that's where we're going with these songs is like, I'm sure COVID has kind of screwed a lot of bands. Well, almost all the bands, unless you're in Australia, you're not playing shows. Yeah. Maybe in Florida, I mean, Florida, they might be playing shows. <laughs> Did they stop? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's tougher for bands in Canada too, right? Cause it's so far to get from one town to the next. And, you know, I think, I know bands did it. Obviously bands went into the States, but I think it was just so hard that like, or, or we just thought it would be really difficult to get in. And like, you know, when you're doing it properly and having actual like permits and things like that, um, I think it's way, way harder too. So like to be in a band in Canada and, and try and tour just in Canada exclusively is, is pretty tough. 
Well, I think it was tough then. I think it's even tougher now because I think it's a lot harder to get across the border because I know like when when we first started playing, like taking things a little bit more serious and like booking shows and stuff like that, it was it was fairly easy to get across the border. The main thing would have been like like not having a pile of merch with you or something, nothing too incriminating. So you got around the work visa stuff and like, but as very quickly as the internet became more popular, it was like very easy to figure out if you were touring. So like, so like when Jewel played in um, Washington, we had the band basically go over like on a, in a different way. Like I feel like they crossed a bridge walking and then somebody <laughs> took the merch in a car and just said they were going there. Like just one person. Cause if you were four in a group, then they would be like, are you in a band? And if you said you were in a band things, and there were stuff like, I know, and I'm not going to incriminate anybody cause I don't know how that works. And I don't, not that I, well, I think you already have Mike. I, I hope the statute of limitations with, uh, with us immigration is, <laughs> but is there, passed. But there was stuff like you could do. Like I know a friend of mine, they, they set up a phone number in the States saying they were recording. So like when customs called the number, the, the answer machine came off as a rote recording studio and stuff. So that's how they got over it. Cause you could go record cause that's not working. Right. A friend of mine. Yeah. It wasn't this. me. It was a friend, honestly. <laughs> and that's how they toured. That's how they toured. But I think, I think that's all gone now. Cause like if you call, if you were to like go, they can just look up, you can't even make up fake dates anymore. Like some bands would be like, no, we're playing in Canada or whatever. And I knew like one of the main things in Canada was like basically that from Regina or from basically Winnipeg to Ontario, there's dead space for a long time. Not that there isn't dead space from Calgary to Regina, Regina to Winnipeg, but a lot of bands would cut through the States because it cut like a day off driving. Oh yeah. Winnipeg to Ontario is, is a lot bigger than Calgary to Saskatoon. Yeah. But you can go down through Chicago and all that stuff and get back up to Ontario very easily and potentially play shows. But even if you aren't playing shows, to cross over now, I think, is not the same as it was 15 years ago. Like, I think there's, after 9-11, there was just so many more security things and, like, issues with visas and whatnot so that you, you can't do that. So, I don't know. I think it's way more expensive to tour. It's probably more stressful. Um, anyway, whatever. We should get to our topic probably instead of just. Well, it's a, at, at the very least, it's a lesson in geography. Yeah. To both uh, Canada and the northern United States. You may want to grab a map, take a break, have a look at uh, some of these places we've referenced. <laughs> Good old Moose Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be a real place. It's got a big, big moose with balls. It sure does. It sure does. Yeah. Um, when you were doing this topic, did you, I thought it was going to be so easy. I was like, oh, like every emo band, every pop punk band yeah, sings about I touring. I thought it would be too. And then I couldn't find anything. And then at one point I was almost panicking and it was just going to pick me first in the Gimme Gimme songs, like on the road again, <laughs> end of the road. <laughs> that would be ridiculous, Mike. You picked one, didn't you? <laughs> but I, I thought so too. I thought it would be way easier than it was because, you know, like punk rock, what, what do you write about? You write about you write about girls, you write about Small playing town. shows, <laughs> you write about where you're from, you write about being sad. Mm-hmm. You know, what What else? Touring's on there for sure. But yeah, it's it's not easy to find. And if there's not like, th- there are no threads about this anywhere either. You, know, you type it in the Google or, or the Bing and it's not going to come up. Nothing's there. Why don't I tell you 
what this is called, Mike, and this is the part of the show where I tell you what I've been listening to. That's a great segue, Nate. Thanks, Mike. You've been working on them. Well, <laughs> somebody had to do it. I said I'd do it. <laughs> Just floating out there in the, in the ocean, waiting. Uh, and uh, my first choice is is also ocean related. Um, it's called the ship. It's a band called the Ship Thieves. Oh. Um, Eruption is the uh, is the album. Um, if you're a fan of hot water music and uh, you're specifically a fan of the Chris Woolard songs on the hot water music albums, you're gonna really like this album. It's a great album. I really like it. I've listened to it a lot of times since it came out. Um, yeah, I really like it. They, I guess they dropped Chris Woolard and the Ship Thieves, and now they're just the Ship Thieves. I don't know when that happened, but it happened. Do they cover Van Halen Eruption on there? I don't think so. Hmm. It's kind of I'm not a big Van Halen fan, so maybe it, maybe I just didn't hear it. Maybe Maybe it was lost on me. <laughs> To continue on with the oceanic theme, uh, Riverboat Gamblers, my next, uh, <laughs> I didn't plan this. I wish I had, um, but I didn't. Uh, I just found like a bunch of singles, like for 2014, 15, and 16, each of those years, they just put out like a single with an A side and a B side, which was odd that I just had never heard about that because they're a band I follow. I've been waiting for them to put something out. And I was like, I wonder if that band's ever going to put anything out. They have been. I just, I mean, I guess 2016 was a while ago. Yeah. In, in fairness. It's a little, bit of, years ago. <laughs> a little bit of ways away. Did you hear the new Blessing, um, but with it a curse? A Blessing, but with it a curse. The, the SNFU uh, EP. Did I you did, listen to that? Yeah. I did not listen to it, but I did see that. So my understanding is it's a, like they fixed up the recordings for something that never got released. Is that what the scoop was? Cause I saw Chris yeah. and Hannah tweet something or propaganda post something about how Chris Hannah was on it. And I imagine Chris Hannah was on a, wasn't on a regular SNFU album. I think he was on a song okay. and I think it's from what I think Jeff was talking about it in the chat saying that these are all like B sides or songs that didn't make it onto the album in the meantime and in between time. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there were just some leftover songs from that album that they never did. So it's from that album. And I don't think I've ever listened to that album. So I picked up that album too. Nice. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's just awesome to hear something new. I mean, quote new from SNFU, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially after, after Chai dying. And um, it's just cool to, to see like the community of punk rock come to support that. Cause I think there's more than just Chris Hanna. Like I think the rod from propaganda may or may not play on a song as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, pretty cool. So is it like the vocal tracks were, were obviously, obviously chai and then like they just, they just fixed up stuff. Is that what happened? Is like guys. I think so. Yeah. Like, I think they just remastered it and then maybe added some musicians to it and things like that. Filled their out. Yeah. I mean, it does sound a little bit disjointed. Like it doesn't sound like it comes from one complete session or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Um, like there's, there's different kind of sounds to the, the songs that are on the EP, but I I liked it. Cool. I I liked listening to it. Um, the last thing I've been listening to is I kind of exposed myself to a new (laughs) expose myself. That's not how you want to start out any conversation. HR's not going to like this. (laughs) Um, I don't know how else to say it. I've been listening to a new type of music that I've never really listened to before, which is oi music. Um, that that uh, compilation that's called 40 Year Untamed um, came out and it like I kept seeing it pop up 
everywhere. Everyone was giving it great reviews. And I'm like, I've never really checked out Oi music. You know, like I, I know some of like the, uh, the more prominent Oi bands are like, I've heard of them, but I, I, I've never really known much about the, the culture around, uh, Oi music or, or the sound or, or any of it. Um, so anyways, I've been, I've been educating myself a little bit and, and listening to this comp. Cool. That's a good list, Nate. That's probably the longest uh, Nate what Nate's been listening to list. I'm out of breath. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to take a break, get some water. <laughs> you can do that while I talk about mine because you don't really care what I'm listening to. How do you do it, Mike? How do you do that? What have I been listening to? Okay. That's the question. Uh, first one was a band called Shit Present, which is a terrible <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, it's their self yep. self-titled EP. <laughs> this is a rare trip. Tip I got from my brother, who's not the most musically, uh, and then he comes out with shit present, well versed guy. <laughs> like he likes good music, but he's very like he's got his bands and he doesn't dwell out of those bands. But so, Mike, I know you don't trust me, and I know you don't trust my taste in music, but I've got a band for you. They're called Shit Present. Yeah, and then you went and checked it out. Well, he got it from a hockey writer and a hockey podcast called Down Goes Brown, which is even weirder. Uh, Down Goes Brown. Yes, you actually might like Down Goes Brown. If you like, he's pretty funny in hockey. He's a little bit more cynical and stuff. Anyway, that's a, that's for a different podcast. <laughs> Are you not seeing the connection to shit there, though? Down oh, Goes I, Brown? I did not. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess my brother had said that if I liked Alex Leahy, I'd like it. So I assume they're from Australia. They're apparently not after checking with the WhatsApp group and makes sense because they feature members of Great Cynics and Narwhals and those are both British bands. So it checks out there from Britain. Uh, it's, it's really good. Uh, I've been listening to that EP and then I just saw actually like this morning that they have another album out, but it appears they're not around anymore because I can't find their, they have no real social media footprint. So I think they're gone. <laughs> what was coming up in the searches when you typed in shit present, Mike? Oh, just my usual fetish stuff. <laughs> it already had the links yeah. just ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Mostly just your browser history. Yeah. Yeah. Up. It was just yeah. like, it was just like, you've been here. What are you looking for? You right, already know what right. you got here. You know this, Mike. Yeah. You don't need to, to learn more about it. You know it. Just hit refresh. You'll get the new pictures. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm really not that kind of a guy. I promise. <laughs> uh, next band I checked out was another EP by a band from Halifax called Cluttered. It's also self-titled. Uh, it's kind of the kind of album you might expect to come out on Deadbroke Records. So it's got that kind of that kind of punk rock feel to it. I, if you listen to anything on Deadbroke, you kind of get what I'm meaning. Um, I got this one from my buddy Chris who I used to work with at Megatunes, and he writes a blog called Cow, Hort, Cow Houses, um, which if you're interested, you should check out. He's, uh, he's one of those people who's exceptional at writing and making simple things make s and making them sound super interesting. Like, uh, for example, his last post was about a spider that he trapped in his bathroom and then it getting out and him being scared about it all night and not being able to sleep because he was worried that it was roaming around his house. Anyway, he's just uh, he posts a lot about music, books, and comics and that kind of sort of stuff. And one of the bands he posted about was Cluttered. So I checked it out. It's really good. Uh, they're from, like I said, from Halifax. And it's, it seems like Halifax is pumping out a lot of bands now. Have you noticed that? Like there's like Out of Controller, Weekend Dads, 
Anyway, uh, next album I listen to is a band called Electric Century. It's their self-titled album. You ever heard of them? Electric Century. Century. No, I've never heard of them. It's Mikey Way's project right now, and it's a new wave concept album that accompanies a comic book that he wrote. Uh, it's produced by Ray Toro, also of My Chemical Romance, uh, and apparently Ray plays guitar in a number of the songs. Uh, I didn't think I'd be really into it, but I am. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm really looking forward to checking out the graphic novel as well. Um, but the songs kind of have like a. Do I, I like new wave stuff, so it's just got to, it kind of it doesn't sound like My Chemical Romance, but it's something worth checking out if you're into that kind of sound. Like, is it got that that new new wave vibe, or is it like very much of that that time, like of that '80s new wave? It sounds sound? it sounds more. 80s new wave to me okay but like not like but like the the stuff you might hear if you like not the singles from a new wave 80s band but like the stuff you might hear on their albums like, the b-sides yeah i guess b-sides yeah all right and the last one i listened to was another ep i'm full of eps this week uh future teens new ep called deliberately alive um it's a follow-up to breakup season which is an album i loved a couple of years back if you're a fan of that, I'm sure you'll like it. It's got a little bit of progression, but just enough to like keep things fresh. Um, and as usual, they covered a pop song on there. And it's uh, this time they did Cher's Belief, which is kind of funny. Because <laughs> it's a really like, random song. If you believe in love, yeah. <laughs> life after love or whatever. Really? Yeah. But like, oh, when I was listening to him, I'm like, why do I know the words to this song already? <laughs> I know that, I know like last year they put out a covers, another kind of like covers thing that or i don't think it was a covers album i think it was just like a session that they recorded live just at home or whatever but they covered all-star by smash mouth they just they pick some really like random pop wow. covers anyway they're a good band love those albums but uh yeah those are the ones i picked if you like the music i like you'll check it out if you like nate's music you'll check nate's music out that's how it works around here Nate's not going to check out anything i suggest and i'm not going to suggest <laughs> check out anything nate suggests it's a competition yeah it's been very well documented that everyone's team Nate and I'm an outsider. <laughs> That's not true. I don't know if you were listening or reading the chat last time. There were some very vocal opinions in there. It's a team Nate world and Moke's just living in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we will have that survey go out this year yeah. and uh, we'll have some real hard stats to look at for, for next year. The polling isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to your first pick. Let's do it. Uh, my first pick, Michael, is a tribute, a, a love letter, if you will, to the true hero, the true warrior of any tour. And that is the tour van. Oh, yes, yes. Do you have an idea of where this is? This pick is going? This was a, I think so. And I feel like this is a cut I made. So I'm glad a I made cut the cut you made. I'm glad I made the cut. I, I thought this one won the episode, to be honest with you. If it's, I think the, this, if it's the song I think it is, I love it. It's one of my favorite songs. Came out in 2002 off the album We Are the Only Friends We Have. The band's piebald. The song's King of the Road. I'm sure that was your pick. It 100% was. All right. I love this song. It's like, it's it. I love the way that it starts out talking about where life is now and how it's just kind of like stagnant and boring and like yet you know not long ago we were on the road with our one true love yeah it's a great song it's per perfect for this topic yeah great lyrics great song 
Um, I, I love that they even kind of, you know, on the cover art, they've got like that, the door of the van. I don't think I ever caught that, caught onto that. Or if I did, it's I there. Did. Yeah, excellent. It's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a great song and, and a true tribute to the, the true road warrior, the tour van. The tour van. I feel like anybody who's been on tour has like, like stories and like that, that, that van is like just as much of the band as, as any member. I just, it's crazy how much tour vans break down, right? Like, well, cause they're shit to begin with. Yeah. No one, no one can afford the tour van. So they buy the $200 yeah. van that like barely starts and they're like, let's take this across the country. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't do that in any other so, any other so, so in five, scenario in five spot tour that's basically what they did and justin of course justin brought the van over to my house and i looked at it and i'm like i'm not going good luck <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they made it to lethbridge and no, it, blew you up. Can't. it blew up they got it all the way to ontario one time the wheel fell off while they were driving wow they got stuck they got stranded in london thankfully angry agencies from london so they stayed with the bass player from angry agencies parents for like I think it was a week, maybe two, and then they got back on it. They, they had to take a Greyhound back. That's crazy. But like it, that that's the story that happens yeah, for it's everyone. Not uncommon. Like that's, no, it's completely common. So cars break down less now. So I'm wondering if like things are better now than like like for kids touring now, they might have a better better luck with a new van. I feel like you're still buying that old, you know, nineteen seventies yeah. something. I don't think so. I think no. Well, I was thinking the other day, so my car is like 10 years old. All right. My car seems fine. But like when I was in high school, I had a car that was 10 years old and it looked like it was 10 years old. <laughs> like, right. like you remember, right? right? Of course. Yeah. I'll had, never forget. She had a nice Aussie sticker. You had a lot of cars, Mike. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Through the years, you've had a lot of cars. I wrecked a lot of cars. I didn't own a yeah. lot of cars. Well, I wasn't going to say that. Well, that's fair. I was going to, you know, what, what, what's your pick What's the one you didn't cut? Well, one of the ones I didn't cut is uh, Smoker Fire. The album Sinking, The Sinking Ship. Could have gone with all your water t- water ones before. <laughs> uh, and the song is called All Be Gone. And Smoker Fire is one of those bands that I wish I paid more attention to when they were around. I think yeah. they might still be around, but in that like kind of like we play a one-off shows kind of thing. Uh, but for some reason, they always got pushed to the side for me. Like I felt like there was like, one of those bands like Fat put out I, that you just like never really pay attention. You might have heard a song on the comp, but you never, you might even bought the album because I have their albums. Just never really listened to them. I think that they were like part of, I think Fat signed a bunch of bands all at once yeah. and they were kind of part of that. Right. And so if they didn't like immediately grab you and a lot of them had like very similar sounds and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah, I totally agree with you that, uh, that they were a band that probably just got, more unnoticed than than they deserved yeah and now when i listen to them i love them like i just feel like i wish i would have listened to them a little bit more when they were around yeah anyway uh it's got the classic i've been everywhere but without you it meant nothing theme so it's not a knock but that seems to be a theme of touring bands and punk rock music like i love touring but i miss i miss you i wish you could be on the road with me (laughs) sounds like it was your theme had you actually gone out on the road yeah probably (laughs) i wouldn't have wrote a song (laughs) You might have. You might have been shopping it around to all those touring bands. <laughs> My baby likes to shop around. <laughs> you know, when people were setting up the merch booth, you might have set up a little little lyrics booth. <laughs> hey, who wants to buy some lyrics? <laughs> oh, man. 
King of the Road, Piebald, and... I'll be gone, Smoker Fire. Something else. 
<sighs> Fuck you, I hate you, Nate. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> this song fits well with that, actually. All right. Um, this is actually from a sophomore album. Ooh. Shout out last episode. Yeah. The song, I'm just going to get to it, Mike. The song is If This Tour <laughs> Doesn't Kill You, I Will. Oh, I knew you were going to pick this song. You this, is like the, this is the lowest hanging of fruit. Is other it? than on the, ro- on the Road Again. <laughs> I don't think it's low hanging fruit. Okay. Because here's the thing. Yes, it, it does talk about touring. But the reason I picked the song is mm-hmm. because, like, I just love how, like, honest and frank it is. Oh, it's great. Like, it's I mean, a, it's a great in, song. In the title, in the lyrics, is just talking about how much, you know, they hate each other. Um, and I think that's awesome because nobody talks like that. Nobody talks, like, openly and honestly about, like, especially about things like that, about friendship dynamics. Um, so this song I like because of that. Um, I thought this had to be written about like one person, right? Like one band member writing it to another band (laughs) member. And, but then I was like, well, how do you do that though? Like, how do you write a song like that and, and then keep the band going? Um, unless everyone's not sure about who it's about. Um, but then I started thinking, well, maybe that was the therapy, you know, in, in writing the song and turns out. It's actually a song that each of them takes aim at each other. Like it's, it's a song for all four of them. Um, in an interview I read uh, with uh, lead singer and guitar player, uh, Stefan Babcock, uh, he talks about like how 10 months of sharing beds, floors and vans with your three idiot brothers wears on someone um, or everyone. Um, and everyone knows how to press the buttons and when to press those buttons. Um, and then he says, like, we all really lo- love each other. And it's a testament uh, to that fact that the four of us can sit down together and uh, as a unit and write a song like this. Contrary to what the lyrics imply, it really seems to us like the ultimate celebration of friendship, which I think is actually says a lot more about the song than just like the the face value kind of like we all hate each other. Do you think they were upset about stopping at Pizza Hut instead of Subway? <laughs> it could. I mean, that's it's controversial, Mike. It's very it's controversial. Contra- I feel like it was Burger King, no. if I'm going to be completely no, honest. I, I 100% recall this because I thought you were insane. And I... Because <laughs> the Pizza Hut had a buffet and it was all you can eat. And that was everyone else's stance. And you were like, I want to go to Subway. Going to Subway, and then you drove back to the hotel room or motel room by yourself. Like I a do little remember baby. that part. I do remember that part. And I think I had a nap. You too. couldn't even make it fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, I I hundred percent agree. I think that's like, like you said, like the comparison of the band and the family is like is a good good comparison. It's kind of like friends. Like our group of friends have been around together for so long, and so like more so than a lot of people, I think that we. Yeah we have those kind of end fights and stuff like that, but it never really like, it's like so minimal. Like it, they sound like bigger deals than they are, but they never really are because you're, it's like being in a family, you're like pissed at somebody, but like if we're all getting, it's not going to stop us from all getting together. Right. Right. Like, it's just cause I can't make other friends. I know. I know why. <laughs> I know why it is Mike. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll go to my band. I picked a band also from Ontario. That was not a good segue. I'm okay. just gonna. I'm just okay. gonna let, let me you let me know, try this again. I feel like it's important for me to tell you when it's not working. Okay, Nate. How would you <laughs> okay. segue? How would you segue? To no, this? no, 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 this no, no, is no, your, no. This is this is you. 
This is you. I'm just here to help. Okay, Ned. <laughs> now I'm Ned. <laughs> I said Nate, didn't I? I heard Ned. Yeah. Deedly deedly. Oakley doakley. Uh, yeah. So, Nathan. Yes. <laughs> I picked a band from Ontario. Oh. Pup's from Ontario. And this they band are. is also from Ontario. Is it Pup from it's, Ontario? They aren't. Oh, okay. The same band. They also are from Ontario, though. Not from Toronto, though. I believe they're from Guelph. Oh. <laughs> it's a fun word to say. Guelph is a fun word to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even 100% sure they're from Guelph, but for some reason in my head, they're from Guelph. It's a band, I and I'm not 100% sure I didn't play this band or song on here before, but I went through our list and it's not there. So either I made a mistake making the list or I have... Thought one day we played it, but the band is great. The album's a year or under the radar, and the song is a year in the past, forever in the future. Excellent. So, I think we've discussed before. I have a love hate relationship with this band. Yeah, because I love them. I like the music a lot. Love the albums. But when they were touring, they rubbed you wrong. The singer was a dick to me. Right. Like right. a major. We have dick. talked about yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, maybe this song offers some insight into it because he seems to have a love hate relationship with the road. And in the song, he says, my throat is already hurting and it's not even the first day. The record sounds great, but for some reason I can't pull it off from day to day. Hmm. And I was thinking maybe he just doesn't like being on, like he likes being with his friends because he mentions that he likes being on with his buds in the van and likes, he misses home. I can't imagine a guy that like screams like every word of every song, like how you do night after night after night and i don't just mean like great i mean like any of those bands oh yeah there. yeah that, that, I, that would be destroyed like and yeah. not and not getting rest like the other yeah. thing is like so if you play a show in like in your home city and you play like back-to-back shows you at least went to your home bed lot that night and you slept and maybe you like got some rest of the day but if you like jumped in slept on the floor slept in a shitty motel if, if you were lucky yeah don't get any real rest get up and do it the next day. It's tough. I can see why I would rag on you. So maybe I owe him a little bit of an apology for being such a dick to me is what I'm trying to say. I don't think say. he's listening. I no, don't think he's listening. No, like. I don't think he seems like the kind of guy that would listen to anything. <laughs> anyway, he had the trope of love, love being with my friends on the road, uh, but it's tough on my body and mind. Which. It's like this podcast. Yeah. Right. I wish, I wish we were together. I wish we were together hanging out. But it's tough on my body and my mind though, Mike. Well, you got to get your body and mind on the same page and then happiness to. will be all the rage. You got to. That's What's a that from? That's a promise ring thing. Oh. Anyway. Shout out, shout out last episode again. Yeah. There we go. All right, Nate. If this tour doesn't kill you, I will by pop and a year in the past, forever in the future by grade. Let's go Ontario. If this tour doesn't kill you, then I will. I hate your guts and it makes me ill. Seeing your face every morning. One more month and 22 days. If this tour doesn't kill you, I may. I'm counting down the miles till we leave the state. I'm counting down the minutes till I can't erase. Every memory of you For a second, let's be honest Nothing will clean your filthy conscience Everything you do makes me wanna 
Mike, this was a hard topic. You, right? you picked this topic. It was a very hard topic. I choose challenging topics, Mike. I appreciate the challenge. That's what Good. makes this podcast fun. Good. Nate, Good. Do you ever think we're going to go on tour with this podcast? You see those podcast tours? You think there's enough people do that would live? Wanna, do you think there's enough people that want to see you and me live no. somewhere? No, I don't think so. Do you think we could go to like Joel's house? <laughs> <laughs> Be a very expensive tour. Just hang out with Joel and his kid. <laughs> I bet he'd like that. I bet he'd like that a lot. Um, Maybe Simon some... would make the trek up. <laughs> I bet he would. I don't I think Dan would. would. I don't think Dan would. Dan doesn't seem like he cares enough. <laughs> He might come I, see you. <laughs> I think he'd come see me. Yeah. <laughs> and we got the new guy, Damien. I bet he'd. Oh, yeah. I don't know enough about Damien. I shouldn't make, I shouldn't make outrageous claims about people that I don't know. So we well might enough. have four people if we make it to Australia. We might. That's, that's, that's worth, that's worth doing a tour. No. <laughs> pretty good. What's the Subway Pizza Hut situation? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do podcasts do tours? Yeah, a lot of them do. Do they really? Yeah. Huh. The bigger ones where people I've actually want things, to listen to it. I've seen things with like family guy touring and they had, or maybe they didn't tour. I that think they did. stupid. No, but they had like, like everyone reading, right? Like from the table, but then they had like the full orchestra because they have the full orchestra for the shows. Right. And they had a full, like 50 person orchestra playing with them. Is it like a comic con thing or did they actually win? No, uh, no. Weird. Like they, they did this. I, I don't know if it was, if it was just in one city though, or they were touring with it. Cause like, I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of people to tour. When I was a kid, I went and saw He-Man live <laughs> at the Saddle Dome. <laughs> was it like a guy in a costume or was it like a, just no, a like ripped a, dude? No, it was like master. Well, I don't remember. I was a little kid. It was like a masters of the universe. It was kind of more about the movie than the cartoon, but it was like a live performance at the Saddle Dome. Wow. Yeah. Got to see That's... some Skeletor action. Skeletor is an underrated villain in life. <laughs> Did they put him on a painted green tiger? I don't recall, Nate. I was a okay. little, I was probably just jazzed to I see. I feel like back in those days, like there wouldn't have been a lot of regulations around painting tigers green. Oh, probably not. And... They probably could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> With like toxic lead yeah. paint. Get that tiger out there. Poke it a little bit so it roars. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, number three, Mike. All right. See how low-hanging this one is for you. This is a song that's an ode to the venue. Oh, that's a good idea. You like that? I didn't even go to that in my head. Yeah. This is an ode to the venue. And I feel like this song or this this venue has been talked about in in numerous songs. I don't want to say it was like the CBGB of like our generation of punk rock, but like I feel like it's it's a widely known place to go see shows and I think people went there for the venue. Um I think the bands did too. I think it was like one of those places that was like, "Oh, yeah, that place." Um and we've talked a lot about this band in in recent days. No Effects is the band, by the way, um, because of their new album. There's a lot of I wouldn't say there's a lot of love, but there are some some voices, some people that that are that like it, and there are some people that don't like it. It's a very polarizing album, and I'm not here today to talk about the polarizing opinions of the latest No Effects album. But I thought that this was a good opportunity to remind everybody how great No Effects is. They put out a ton of albums over the years, and this is one of the songs that should be celebrated. It's off the album Wolves and Wolves Clothing, 
or uh, it's also on Never Trust a Hippie. Uh, the song is seen double at the Triple Rock, and the song is about the Triple Rock, which... Did you know, I always thought it was owned by Patty because he's always associated, Patty from Dillinger 4. Um, but it's actually owned by another uh, another member of Dillinger 4, who's Eric Funk. Um, and this song, actually, uh, this song, Scene Double at Triple Rock, also references uh, where the name of the bar comes from, um, which is from a Blues Brothers movie the Triple Rock Baptist Church, whose pastor is James Brown, is where the brothers receive their mission from God. Oh, interesting. It's a little, little food for thought, a little more you know, That's, a, that's some good pop culture reference. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot. It's good closed job, now. It opened in 98, closed in 2017, which I didn't realize. I, didn't, I, I thought it was still going. I had no it's, idea. It's in Minneapolis too, which is not a place that many people talk about. Minneapolis. Yeah, but there's so many good bands that come out of Minneapolis, and that and that I've heard that's like an awesome place to, for shows and stuff like that. Like Minneapolis, not necessarily the the venue. But. That's fun to say too, Minneapolis. Yeah, not as fun. No, it's more fun than Guelph, I would say. Oh, it's more fun. Yeah, a lot more syllables. Yeah. Anyways, there you go, Michael. All right. Well. My next one is a song called Stage Lights. So that kind of works with the venue. Sort yeah. Of. There's, there's a little bit there. There's a connection. It's yeah. not, not stretched too far to find that connection. The album is called When the Stage Lights Go Dim. The artist is Micah Schnabel. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, it's the guy from Two Cow Garage. And it was his first solo album. The album is a whole theme about how hard it is to be a touring musician. Um. But I went with the first track, which is Stage Lights, uh, and it's got the classic trope of the loneliness of the tour once the lights go down kind of thing. So I think it's, there's a part about playing the shows like a high, but when everything's done, it's kind of like, ugh, that's another night out on the road kind of thing. You know, we, we talked about this at the beginning of the year in that, you know, um, like last year there were a lot of, there was a lot of records that came out, but like that this year there might be a lot more kind of referencing the year that was right. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if like, if this is going to be the year that we're going to see like more solo projects coming out, you know, cause like maybe last year, like towards the end of the year, more bands were like, we're, we're still not getting out next year. Like it's still not happening. And so maybe more, more of the, like the, the songwriters in the band were like, well, fuck, I'm going to kick out a solo record then. I wouldn't be shocked. So the dude from small Brown bike just put out a solo record. I don't know if you like those, that band. That's a band I never really got into. Like I have a couple small Brown bike albums and I, f I feel like they're a band I should like, but I just, I don't totally love them. I know one of the, one of the guys in that band is really sick right now. He has cancer and they're, they were trying to raise money for him and stuff. Yeah. Like that. I think that's part, uh, some or all of the, the, uh, proceeds of this album goes towards that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought, I, I thought that would be a band that you would like just in our, our talking about kind of that. They should have been like, but for some reason it's just never caught on with me. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Scene double at the Triple Rock. No effects. And Micah Schnabel stage lights off when the stage lights go dim.
Bathroom church and you're flecting on bar stools We're praying that the taps will keep the holy water flowing Key kicks of communion and a long night of confessions Coming home afternoon seems to raise a lot of questions When in Minnesota and you've got a drinking quota And funerals go by We're all just looking for someone To cry when we die And your postcards and phone calls They don't keep her warm at night So greetings from the left coast And I hope you're satisfied Cause I'm too old to start over Still too young to care Your hands around my throat We're all rushing for the exits As this room fills up with smoke I'm better for the distance And all that I can't hope That as the flames burn you up I'm still around to watch you choke And I'm too old to start over Still too young to care Stick around to help me fade away 
tour goes on. We don't hate it each sure other does. yet. <laughs> We've had some technical difficulties like a van breaking down, but we don't hate oh, each yeah. other. Been a lot of tech diffs. Yeah. Um, this next one is about it's it's a shout out to the town or the country that loves you. When you go on tour, nobody loves that more than than the country or or the town that you shout out. <laughs> the, like, they love you so much. The classic like hello Calgary kind yeah. of thing. Ah. Well, but but this is a song. This is a song that's like the Dedicate. Hello Springfield. Springfield. <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah, something like that. Uh, he looks at his guitar and he just yeah. get it wrong. This is a song that's a shout out to the town or the country. And I don't know if this is like actually true, if if this band is actually big in that country um, or if they're referring to somebody else. But I felt like it it fit um, because, you know, like there there are bands that don't even realize that they're big in places until they get there. Like I was just reading Bad Religion's Do What You Want book mm-hmm. and uh, they were huge in Germany when they got there. And like had no real clue that that they were big. Isn't that crazy? Sometimes like how bands like have a following somewhere and they've never been there. Like I remember reading, and I don't know how accurate it is now, but at the time, Field Day was very big in in Germany, I believe, as well. And they were just like this, they had never been there. This was part of this was part of where that came from for me because I was like the song that I pecked is actually called Big in Germany <laughs> and the, the second that I read that that was the first thing I thought of and I was like was that really true or was that just like one of those things like Calgary myth Calgary mythos yeah or like I feel like there's a lot of that stuff that just kind of like was said and then it just kind of like kept kept getting steam and getting bigger and bigger. Maybe, but even like even bigger bands, like I know like there's bands that were big in Japan. Like, I mean, obviously there's even a band called Big in Japan. So that was a thing, but there's bands that were big in Japan for no real reason, but they were big there. Yeah. So it's wild. I mean, I'm sure it happens more and more now because, you know, it's so much more accessible. But I think like and I mean, this song is from 2013. But I mean, you know, in, in the mythology that is Field Day, I mean, that was a time before, you know, that was possible before. There's no think- no internet really at the no, time. I mean, there no, was I- internet, but not in the same vein. But I remember reading it in like in a news article here about how like their album was doing really well in Germany. Like I believe it was on Cargo Records at the time or something like that. And it was, but it's whatever. Wild. Like you said, it just could be like total myth stuff, right? Like, yeah, it just grew. Whatever. So what's, told- what, what's the what's the song or what's the I- band? The band is the Night Marchers, and I don't know if you know about the Night Marchers. I Mike. like the Night Marchers a lot. Oh. I'm surprised you do. I really like the Night Marchers. Do you like any um, of their other bands? So that's the funny thing. Like, I don't have much of the other bands. And like Hot Snakes is never really like like stuck for me. Um, I haven't really listened to much Drive like Jehu. I've listened to probably most, more Rocket from the Crypt um, out of any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the, the key is because the more I read about the night or the, as I was reading about the night marchers, a lot of the things that people were saying about them was that it's kind of a real good mix of all of those bands. It's not, it doesn't sound like just one of them. It sounds like all of them coming together. And maybe that's the key for me uh, to liking this band is that um, they, they all, all those projects kind of come together. Yeah, I can see that. I'm just, uh, I'm a little, I just doesn't, I would never have recommended them to you because I just don't see you liking them, but that's awesome. They're a great band. Mm-hmm. Actually, all those bands are great. Like I, I'm into all those bands. So 
like hot snakes is the one that le- like the least and they're probably the most popular out of them right so john reese is that how you say it reese rice you're asking me i'm like the worst person in the world for that <laughs> but i figure if i lean on you i can't possibly look i bad called you making ne- it i called wrong. you ned today <laughs> And we've known each other for like 20 years. <laughs> so we'll go with Reese. All right, Ned. <laughs> um, so it's a John Reese project um, who is from all of those bands. Uh, Sultans is, is another oh, one. Yeah, Sultans is good too. You'd like, if you like Night Marches, you probably like Sultans. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just, this, this album, I don't know how I came upon it. Um, but I really, really like it. LA LA is the, uh, is the album. Um, and like I said, this, this band is really a mix of all of those other bands. Um, it's really diverse, really high energy. It's kind of, this album specifically has like a bit of a Randy vibe to it too. I don't know if you get that. Um, I don't see it. Okay. I, I get a mic. I get, um, murder city devils vibe from it, which is another reason I'm surprised you like, cause you don't like murder city devils and they have, they're very of that all those bands are very of that sound too i can't explain it mike it just clicked for me when something clicks that's all that matters this song in particular kind of has like a stooges feel to me Mm -hmm. and um with horns smashed over top of it and i think the horns come from rocket from the crypt um but the song is big in germany it's just it's it's a funny song and i think partly because of the field day mythology and <laughs> the fact that I had just read this bad religion book, um, big in Germany just stuck out to me as, as, as a tour song. Cause I could just see them playing this in, in Germany, calling out all the different cities. I wish we were big in Germany. Yeah. Like the Hoff, right? <laughs> <laughs> this just proves my theory that Germans love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> What was my band? Oh, yeah, 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 this band. It's a band I was super late to the party with. Uh, they were broken up by the time I got to liking them. Band is Modern Life is War. Wow. The album is Witness. And the song is Dead Ramones. So the dude I used to DJ with played them every night when we played music. And I got hooked on this song. You could always play this one and another song like back to back. Um, but they were already broken up. And I just assumed the song was about being on the road and unity. You feel when you play in shows in different cities because the kids in the audience are all the same. Like that's one th- cool thing about punk. One of the one of the songs I cut from our my list was a um a song about like there's a unity about being in punk bands and touring. So like doesn't matter what what city or what country you're in, the same kind of kids are at the shows, the same kind of people. So you feel like a family. Like nice. I don't know if you get that in other genre. Maybe metal has that kind of same sort of feel. Because metalheads sort of have that same sort of thing, but like, I don't like other bands like country. It's not it's not the same everywhere, right? Like, and especially when you get bigger. But punk has that thing. Anyway, I always thought Dead Ramones was a comment about that. But when I was doing the research for this episode, he said that Dead Ramones was a a comment about how old punks look like Dead Ramones. <laughs> but it still talks about touring and stuff, so it worked for the for the podcast, and that's what I got out of the song. But I just thought it was funny that he was like, "It's a silly reference to how like the seventies guys look like they still come to shows look like dead remotes, right?" <laughs> Which is actually kind of funny. <laughs> Big in Germany, the Night Marchers, and Dead Ramones. Modern life is war. Shut 
such a headache today i don't know i think that's what's going on with this stuff i never had it i didn't have a headache until i until we started gave me a headache nate <laughs> it's not very nice no it's i mean not it's me. true and it's good to be honest as we've discovered with eating the low-hanging fruit tonight yeah it's good to be truthful it's good to be honest no you don't give me a headache it's okay you said it you did the hard part already this tour is giving me a headache <laughs> Thank you to everyone who's been listening and reached out. Anybody who's joined the chat. We had a couple joins in the last little while. It's fun in there. If you guys want to join, send us a message, get in touch on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way to get in touch with us or on our website, highfives.ca. That's where you can also listen. Uh, you can also send us an email, but whatever. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a rating. I know we asked last time. It does mean something. Nate, no, we Nate. still didn't get any. I think we actually did get one more. Oh. All right. Well, then us talking about it equals ratings. I guess that's what matters, right? Get your lists in. We uh, we had some severe lack of lists. I know sometimes the topics aren't list friendly, but last episode was list friendly. Yeah, this is a job. It's not just, you don't just listen to this podcast. It's a job too. I need your lists so that I can figure out what songs I missed. That's why. That's the only reason I really care. That's why. We like hanging out. Uh, One other thing. Nate came up with some cool merch ideas, so we've been working on designs. So there might be some new merch in the in the in the store soon. Uh, if that's your thing, it'd be cool. You got anything else to say? You want to say thanks to anybody? No. Nope. Do you like people? You don't like people. I mean, people are good. People are fine. I like the people. I know you do, and that's why I, I like you to extend this part of the show. I like you to you to be that branch. For I like us. our listeners. I like our WhatsApp chat. Well, it's not that I dislike. I just feel like it's enough thanks. You I don't need to give more thanks. It's like it's like sitting at the Thanksgiving table and, you know, one oh, person's... Oh, forced thanks? Ooh. Yeah. Forced thanks is awful. Right. No one wants forced thanks. No. They've had enough. That's why I've always hated things like Valentine's Day. I feel like it's like a forced thing. Well, you're not thanking anyone for Valentine's hey, Day. Though. It's forced romance. That's recognizing one other person. <laughs> What if you're in a poly in a poly relationship? That's you're a lot. not you're not in a poly relationship, okay, and I just... liked how you shortened that because you didn't know how to say the full word. Fuck you, Nate. I caught it. I caught it. <laughs> let's give thanks for that. All right, let's get to your last song. I want to go right. to bed. This song is is the lowest of the hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned it a couple of times. Oh my god. <laughs> I had to do it, man. I love this Sometimes, song. Sometimes it's so do I. And that's why it deserves to be on a list. This is yeah. a top five list. It deserves to be there. Awesome. Sometimes these songs come up and I'm like, I can't. But then you listen to it and you're like, how can I not? How can I not put this on there? This is arguably their best album front to back. 
What do you think? The country one? Yeah, I love their country. Nah, have a ball's the best, man. Like you have think? a ball, have a ball's like legendary. It's all. I mean, I would put it right up there with have a ball. But have a ball is like. I think this one's so great because it's all the songs so unexpectedly work so well. Yeah, I think when it came out, I felt that way. But now that I've ex- like, I would have been in the, not into most of those songs. In fact, some of them were probably the first time I ever heard them was on that right. first game. Now that I've listened to a lot more country and stuff like that, I, I see there's actually more parallels, especially in older country to punk rock than I would have thought. So right. they, they work. But I just, I, I mean, not even just lyrically, but like just the way that they translated to punk rock. Like there's so many songs that get covered and you're like, eh, that didn't really work. But like all of these worked so, and I mean, that's part of the genius that is me first in the gimme gimmies. Um, or that's part of why that band is so revered because it's just fun as hell. And I mean, honestly, you can't, there's not a lot of topics I don't think that we do that that a lot of these songs really fit for but this definitely does and I think more so even the time because so many bands are still unable and who knows when they will be able to get back on the road like I know festivals are booking again now and like you know I just think that that's putting the cart before the horse but um but I mean that line on the road again I can't wait to be on the road again with all my friends playing music with my friends. Yeah. That's um, perfect. I think there's, there's no more, there's no better time to play this song than now. The original is awesome. Actually, there's so many good covers of it too. Uh, Willie. I mean, yeah. he's the man. He is great. Great pick, Nathan. I, I, I know I was making fun of you, but it's a great pick. <laughs> it really is. It's one of those ones that you go, I can't do it, but then you really should. I like it. Uh, what did I do? I picked, Yesterday's Ring. Do you ever listen to Yesterday's Ring? I've never heard of Yesterday's Ring. Well, Yesterday's Ring is Hugo from the St. Catharines. Oh, I do like the St. Catharines. He's this country folk punk project that he's... He does it with one other member of of the St. Catharines. I'm not sure which one. Okay. Uh, or did. I don't think this band's around anymore, but they have three or four albums. Um, he had another band that was on Paper and Plastic for a little while, too. Do yeah, you know who that is? No, it might have been this one. I don't think it's this one. Uh, he's had a Anyways. couple. He has a couple bands, I think, still, or whatever. Uh, anyway, this album is a concept album uh, about a band that moves to Florida to get away from the winter, <laughs> uh, and then comes back home. But it's filled with like, I guess, probably autobiographical stories about being on the road with the bands. Is there Stuff a like- lot of poking fun at Florida? No. Um, that's sad but if you've never checked them out the first album is like very stripped down like country that kind of punk sound or like just two man band kind of thing by the time they get to this album uh, it's called Diamonds in the Ditch they really up their game there's like a plethora of guest musicians like horns from Mad Caddies on there and stuff like that it's really it's really good Um, so is it a concept band or a concept this is just a concept album just a concept album but all the all their music is kind of like that country vibe to it. Is that yeah, what you're saying? This, yeah, this one's a little bit different because they added so many members and stuff to it. Okay, gotcha. Um, the song I picked was called "What Happens on the Road Stays in the Van." Uh, it's, it just capture some of the craziness in there, and there's some stuff about Fat Mike and stuff in there, and uh, can't remember. Some, there's another reference to some other band member or band and stuff like that. 
Anyway, it's a great song. Pretty good band. If you like St. Catharines, I think you should check them out. Well, I'm going to check it out. All right, you will. I'm going to do it. You do that. Is that the end of the show? Is it We're wrong? done? Are you done? I don't have anything else to say. All right. Nothing that anyone wants to hear anyway. I saved that for my other podcast. <laughs> What's that one called? Uh, the cool Hour with Michael Cool Guy. That's a lie. All that right. is a bold-faced lie. <laughs> Me first in the Gimme Gimme's with On the Road Again. You could look it up. It's there. Anyway. And- <laughs> Yesterday's ring. What happens on the road stays in the van. Stay cool. Be excellent to each other. Have fun. Don't be a fucking clown out there.
night And postcards I forgot Stamp at the bottom of my bag I see kids in Baltimore Drinking NyQuil and moonshine I see us without Mike Spider from the books and bouncers and a couple suicide girls I see idols, rock stars, heroes and assholes I see basements and old squats And diamonds in the ditch But I hear stereotypes resonated my name today <laughs> i did kenny i love it mr log do you like kenny or mr loggins well mr loggins actually this is a little bit more formal <laughs> what a horrible name like <laughs> i who, bet you it's who, not i bet you it's not his real name that's the best part right like but who was like i don't know let's let's think of something really rock star like something really big like i don't know like like what's hot right now, guys? Like like Kenny? Yeah, yeah, that's great. And what about what about like what about like a tough job? Like like a mechanic? No, we can't have a mechanic. We already got Mike and the mechanics. I don't know, like a logger, is that pretty tough? Yeah, like yeah, like like Loggins, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like Kenny Loggins. Yeah, it's it's really gonna go well with my my beard and yachts. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's the worst name I've ever heard. <laughs>